Coming up, the Yankees hit home runs, but they can't get a win. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome and you're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. Local experts join us, then we recap all the action for you across Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. The Guardians finished their suspended game with the Dodgers to start the day, and then they played a full second game with Los Angeles, losing twice by the time the night was finished. Our Locked On Guardians host has more after a busy day of baseball. And which really comes no surprise to anyone who is following this team. They lost both games of the doubleheader today to the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Dodgers are one of the best teams in baseball, and Cleveland is flirting with a top 10 pick. Most of the news of the day was more about Terry Francona and his situation. Is this the end of Cleveland? It certainly seems that way. Uh, Gavin Williams with a rough start in this one for the second game. The continuation game was just a weird one. A lot of pitchers going out and trying to fill that gap that they needed filled. Uh, For Williams, if he has another bad one, question is, do they look to set him down? Then maybe he's hit his uh, innings limit. Offensively, nice to see Gabby Arias with home run number eight. Really interesting data on him. He is fantastic everywhere but in Cleveland. Uh, I know this series was in Cleveland, so maybe things will turn around for the young rookie. Just a fun stat on what was a not very fun day if you're a Guardians fan. Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton both homered yesterday, but the Yankees still lost to the Nationals. Locked on Nationals tells us how Washington pulled off the win in the Bronx. What a win. Yet again, this Washington Nationals team, don't count them out because you never know when they'll find their way to come and win a ball game. The Nationals beat the Yankees 6-5, to five, taking two of three games in this series up in Yankee Stadium, which is never an easy place to play. Let's get it started with first and foremost, Alex Call's go-ahead home run, his seventh home run of this season. Alex Call, then also in that ninth inning, making that weird kind of lumpy game winning catch, you could say, with runners on the pond. And you needed to make that play because it was routine. But you know this with rain and everything else, it makes it a little bit hard. And also shout out to CJ Abrams yet again. Put your cape on, young man. You are a superhero. The Reds and Diamondbacks went into Thursday's series openers just a half game apart in the wild card standings. And our Locked On hosts with the teams go over the crucial matchup. The answerbacks come alive once again as they take the lead in the eighth inning off a of Corbin Carroll home run and once again are the holders of a wild card spot. Miller Thomas of Locked on Dimebacks here. The D-backs got a great Merrill Kelly performance, maybe the best performance of his career because Kelly, seven innings, 12 strikeouts, one hit, no earned runs. Unfortunately, he left the game early due to injury, but uh, just a fantastic Merrill Kelly performance. Hopefully, he's okay, but the bullpen wasn't great a blunder led to two runs and you needed the answer backs once again to come back and come alive in this game and Corbin Carroll was the catalyst this time because bottom of the eighth Corbin Carroll has been struggling the whole month of August really struggling in the second half of the season D-backs desperately needed a little spark some offense Corbin Carroll 
two-run shot to give the D-backs the lead. Paul Seawall closes it, and now the D-backs are once again owners of a wild card spot for the time being, and we're going to need to keep stacking wins against the Cincinnati Reds team, who we cannot tie against. Tough loss to begin the Diamondback series for the Cincinnati Reds as they had it, and then they lost it. What's up? This is Jeff Carr from the Lockdown Reds podcast. And the Cincinnati Reds took a 2-1 to lead in the top of the eighth inning off of a Nick Senzel home run. Yeah, remember him? He's back and back in a big way. And then Noelfi Marte scored from second on a Tyler Stevenson single. Love to see that, but Alex Young threw a spinner at like 82 miles an hour down the middle to Corbin Carroll, and this was after he was having all kinds of trouble finding the strike zone. It really looks like Alex Young is kind of spent. Uh, they, they've gotten a lot of good innings out of him, and he has given a lot of great performances for the Reds this season, but I think it's time to go to somebody else. But this bullpen was shorthanded after the doubleheader to finish the Angels series, so you'll have to excuse David Bell if he didn't have his best arms to pick from. But anyway, three more games left in this series. Got to make some wild card hay. The Orioles beat the Blue Jays and brought their division lead to two games in the AL East. Our Locked On hosts take you through that win for Baltimore. The Orioles' complete and utter domination of the Toronto Blue Jays continued on Thursday night as they capped off the season series with a 5-3 win over the Jays. They win this series 2 out of 3, and they take 10 out of 13 from Toronto this season. Connor Newcomb here, host of Locked on Orioles. And, of course, we got to shout out what Kyle Gibson did. He's been great in his three starts against the Blue Jays this year, but this one was the best. Eight innings of three-run ball for Gibson, the deepest start by any Orioles starting pitcher this year. He was awesome in this game, bouncing back from a couple of bad starts his last two times out. And his offense helped him out. Cedric Mullins had a great day, homered at the plate, made a couple of amazing plays in the field. Anthony Santander went yard again, and the Orioles' offense did enough to win a game and win a series against another divisional opponent. And I'll recap it all coming up on Friday's episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast. Coming up, the Red Sox put up a football score on the Astros. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB. This edition of Locked On Game to Game MLB is brought to you by Bunches. Bunches is the free app where sports fans get to chat. Locked On MLB group is on Bunches. Go there now. You can connect with other baseball fans, chat about your favorite team, and keep up with the latest MLB news. If you have questions or comments about today's episode, you can chat about it in the Locked On MLB bunch on Bunches. Chat about your team every day. Download the Bunches app today, and when you do, our friends at Bunches have featured the Locked On MLB bunch in the Discover tab. You can also click the link in the description show notes to join Locked On MLB's Bunch community today. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Josh Lowe hit a tie-breaking home run in the eighth inning to take a late win from the Rockies. Locked On Rockies recaps the loss in Tampa. Well, the Rays got the broomsticks out and swept the Colorado Rockies. My name is Ulysses Sombrano, host of the Locked On Rays podcast. A sweep, a sweep, a sweep. It had been a very long time since the Rays swept a team. Now they have done it against the Colorado Rockies. A much needed sweep because the team, as you all know, has been going through a lot of chaos. And this sort of puts a little bit of a positive vibe into the clubhouse, which is very much needed right now. Josh Lowe was the big man of the match as he had a two-run home run in the eighth inning to put the team ahead. And for this and much more about the Tampa Bay race, please subscribe 
to the podcast on any other podcast platform, but especially subscribe to our YouTube channel, Locked on Rays. Raise up. Rock on Rockies fans. Paul Holden here from the Locked on Rockies podcast. Well, the Rockies had some opportunities. They had chances, scored some runs, had some moments, but were overwhelmed by the Tampa Bay Rays, especially late in the ball games. The eighth inning continues to be a curse for the Colorado Rockies as the eighth and the ninth inning for the Rockies spelled doom for them here. Blown saves and blown opportunities by the Rockies bullpen, which has been good at sometimes, overworked at others. It's just kind of another chapter in a long installment of a pretty tough, uh, not only series, but season overall. The Rockies get a little bit of road offense production. The bullpen's unable to hold on, and the Rockies miss out on taking some wins away from a really good race team and shaking up the AL East playoff picture. They'll have another chance to do so against the Orioles. The Rockies have another test against a good team, a team that has fully committed to the rebuild. We'll see what it's like when the Royal, uh, not the, the Royals, the Rockies and the Orioles, see what I did there, combine the two names, match up next. The Red Sox hit double digits in the third inning and kept pouring it on the Astros in a 17-run effort on Thursday. Locked on Red Sox sorts out all the runs. Hi, Gabby here from Locked on Red Sox. Wow, what a game. What a statement by the Red Sox offense. Every single person in the lineup was hitting four hit games for multiple players. Connor Wong, um, Willier Abreu. I've been so impressed with what I've seen from him since being called up to the Red Sox. He's put together some great at-bats and he's certainly making a case for having a more permanent spot on this team. So I'm definitely interested in seeing more of him. But Talk about a freaking statement. I mean, the Red Sox smoked the Astros 17 to 1 after the first two games went as poorly as they did for the Red Sox. This split to me is an absolute win. I said before the series started, just a split would be great. And the fact that they were able to pull that off is awesome. So keep the momentum going. Beat the Dodgers. Let's do it. Well, the Houston Astros didn't just fall to the Red Sox. They got obliterated. That's right. 17 to 1, 24 hits later. Wow. JP France, it was probably, no, it was his worst outing of the year. When Maldonado's trying to do mop-up duty at the end of the game, giving up a few runs himself, the Astros had 10 hits in one run. It was a terrible game. It was a split that shouldn't have happened. Game three should have been the Astros. Should have won at least three out of four, but this one stings a little. The only silver lining, the Rangers lost. But the non-silver lining is even though the Mariners didn't play, they're a two, like two percentage points in front of us. Three teams fighting for the AOS division lead. Stay tuned in to Locked on Astros. We'll navigate you through these tough waters because postseason is right around the corner. The Rangers lost their seventh game in a row by falling to the Twins in Minnesota. And Texas now leads the AL West by just a game over Seattle and Houston. Our Locked on hosts have more after the Twins win. The Rangers' season-long losing streak gets even worse and now hits seven games with a 7-5 to loss to the Minnesota Twins. I'm Bryce Paddock, host of Locked On Rangers podcast. This was an incredibly frustrating loss, which I feel like I've said every day for the last eight days that the Rangers have lost these seven straight games. It is just another blown lead, another 
bad bullpen game and another game where the offense just couldn't do quite enough to come up with the win in this one. Andrew Heaney gave up three massive solo shots, went four to third innings, allowed just the three runs, all of them on solo home runs. Chris Stratton also got rocked for a home run, as did Will Smith. I mean, the bullpen just could not hold this late lead. The offense did enough. Five runs should have been enough to win this one, but just like everything for the Texas Rangers the last week and a half, it has been going dreadfully wrong for Texas. For more, check out the Locked On Rangers podcast. Another exceptional night for the Twins. Took a bit of a comeback effort, but the Twins win 7-5 over the Rangers and are now six games up in the AL Central. Now, the Twins get that 7-5 win with three runs in the eighth inning, including a pinch hit home run by Ryan Jeffers that will be also part of our statistic that you have not seen anywhere else. Otherwise, Royce Lewis, tremendous, with three hits and a walk. Twins offense in all picks up 11 hits and in general was uh, bombs over target field with uh, two homers by Michael A. Taylor, one by Kyle Farmer, one by Royce Lewis, and then, of course, the one by Jeffers, which was the clincher off Will Smith. In today's stat, you won't hear anywhere else. The Twins are the only team with multiple pinch hit go-ahead home runs on the first pitch in a game this season. Edouard Julian had one off Taylor Clark on July 3rd at home. That's it for this edition of Locked On Game to Game MLB. Thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. The playoff push is here. The regular season is wrapping up. Make sure that you're subscribed to Locked On MLB and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kenani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.